Hey, it's my life. I'm Stefan, and you're listening to the show that's all about me, you, and the world around us. And I'll sprinkle my thoughts and in between with stories from my life. So sit back and enjoy this episode. Now today we're going to talk kind of differently. We're going to talk a little bit about fear, you know, with the quarantine and the coronavirus and, and the fear that has ensued since our economy has basically come to a screeching halt. We're going to talk about the fear of continuing on, the fear of moving back and what it could mean for you. But we're going to talk, you know, we're going to be upfront and honest and transparent about fear and what it all means. And we're going to do all of that wrapped up into what I like to call episode number seven. So buckle up, sit back, and enjoy. Stefan here, back from the break. Um, I, I just want to let people know that this episode is going to be a little different because um, I'm going to talk more about life, uh, <laughs> my life. Um, you know why? Because, hey, it's my life. It's in the name of the podcast, in the name of the show. But, you know, a lot of things happened to me just recently Um you know, and and, and I and I've been feeling myself out, and and I well, that sounded weird. Um, what I mean was, I've been kind of just taking in everything that's happening in and around the the world, as well as my life. And you know, there are certain things um, as we're all trying to figure out what the next, you know, what the next phase is, what the next course of action is going to be for our lives, and. You know, I'm in a situation now where um, I really have some, I mean, I don't want to say major decisions, but there's some things that are going to have to take place in order for me to continue to do what I do for my family and in order for me to continue to do what I do uh, just for me. Um, so I, I have been reaching out to a lot of different companies and a lot of different businesses and um, everybody's in the same spot. They're, they're a little bit scared. Uh, they're fearful. Uh, money is shrinking in terms of revenue and, and uh, costs are, are increasing. So costs are increasing, revenue shrinking. You know what that means. It means layoffs, downsizing, uh, furloughs, that sort of thing. But what it really means is people aren't working. Um, so I have been working here at the farm probably for a, a good period of time doing on and off projects here and there. And then just really ramping up and picking up on growing things again. Uh, and I think I mentioned in one of the episodes that that's kind of what went to the wayside as soon as my previous employer decided that, you know, 10 hours was not enough and that, you know, you need to be putting in your hours because, you know, the companies, you know, really need your effort and everybody's got to chip in. Rah, rah. Oh, by the way, Stefan, we're going to let you go because we're going in a different direction. So um, all that to say... 
I I find myself contemplating um, what, and, I, and I've heard a few people do this on some of the podcast groups that I'm with, uh, talking about fear. You know what what pro- prohibits you from starting your podcast or launching your podcast, and you know I, uh, you know I I don't think there should be anything that prohibits you from talking to people and telling people how you feel and then telling people, hey, go listen to the show I just did. It was about X, Y, Z. So fear is and and, and fear has been a huge topic and um, emotion that has kind of run its course through through my life, much like anybody else's life. But, you know, in in different aspects, uh, you know, raising children can evoke fear. Uh, being being a model child for your <clears throat> excuse me for your parent um, that can evoke fear making sure you live up to your potential um, of what you think your potential is in the in the eyes of your parents um, you know that that can evoke emotions of fear um, relationships huge huge creator of fear in some regards um, some some of it's more some obviously the opposite of fear is love so relationships can create love as well but uh jobs you know losing your job the situation we're all in right now with unemployment at record highs um so there's fear in not being able to have enough money for your family for you and you know what what happens after tomorrow what happens after the day after tomorrow so all of those things start to excuse me, start to creep in, in terms of, uh, this thing called fear. And I, you know, fear is a real thing. I know a lot lot of people say, well, it's in your mind. It's not really there, but, but the reality of it is, is fear is real. Just like love is real. Uh, sadness is real. You know, of course, all of these things exist in your mind. Of course they do, but we all have our own little fear pockets we have love pockets where when when we when we feel love we know it when we feel unconditional love we we know it when we feel sadness we we know it and when we feel fear uh, now fear can can paralyze you fear can paralyze you from doing a lot of different things um and I will say this, that, you know, we, we all have to overcome our own little insecurities and fear. Insecurities lead to fear. Um, and, and that could actually perpetuate itself and, and more fear can lead to more insecurities. So it's like a never ending hamster wheel. You could be on this huge hamster wheel of fear. And I think that's what we're all in right now. Um, we're in this, you know this bubble of fear and I think for some people they've realized you know what I I can't live like this this isn't living Um, I'm not going to fear going out and talking to a stranger I'm not going to fear going into a store uh, to buy groceries I'm not going to fear venturing out and talking to people I'm not going to fear it and so there's a there's a level of that and then there's a level of I'm everywhere I go now. I'm going to wear a mask. Uh, I'm not going to talk to anybody that I don't know or I don't know where they've been. I'm not going to go to restaurants anymore. I'm not going to go out and and hang in groups. I'm not going into a football game again. I'm not going to the high school Friday night game. 
I'm not going to basketball games. I'm not going. So you got that end of it. You know, you've got the no fear. I'll take it on the chin. If it's my time, it's my time. And then you've got the I'm fearful of everything, of even going outside of my own house. People are that afraid. And and I think a lot of it, a lot of it has been ginned up and generated by the media. Unfortunately, that's it. That's just that's the nature of media and entertainment fear i remember when we were learning about promotion writing okay i used to be a promo writer i used to be uh, in television and i used to be the guy that would write 30 second commercials and and try to get you the viewer to while you're watching something else to to tune in for the six o'clock newscast or the seven o'clock newscast or the 11 o'clock newscast i was the guy that wrote that copy you know, child kidnapped in local neighborhood tonight at 11. I mean, IDs written in four seconds, that kind of stuff. That's, that's what I used to do. And you really, okay, what I just read to you, I didn't even read it. I just made it up. But what I said to you was fear, fear, be- oh my gosh. You know, something in your water could be poisoning you right now. Find out it at 11. You know, that kind of crap. And, it, and, and some of it's true, some of it's valid, but, you know, a lot of it, let's face it, a lot of it's fear-based. A lot of it has no merit in scaring the audience at this particular time. You know, but that's, I think that's where we're all at. And I think you have to get past that level of fear, no matter what you're doing. Um, in one of the podcast groups, somebody mentioned about launching a podcast. You know, what what do you do? How can you get... Uh, motivated enough to be able to get past that fear of of rejection of people not liking it of people not even listening of people not even doing anything with it not even sharing you know what what they got out of it um and he here's what i say to any of it I'll, i'll specifically talk about the podcast here's what i say to anybody that wants to start a podcast or talk to other people the reality of it is there may be one person that listens to your show that gets something out of it. There may be hundreds of downloads, thousands, hell, tens of thousands of downloads. But let's just go out there. Millions of people are listening to your show or listening to your YouTube video or hell, millions of people are listening and watching your TikTok thread and yet no impact on anybody's life. Yet one person listens to your show and decides to change their life for the better one person is is putting your podcast or your show or your video or your youtube what whatever it is that you're you're doing is it worth it to have one person change their life i mean i think i think that's what we're all called to do in some strange way is to be able to to impact and change the world around us so if you can impact one person just one do you know what a difference that can make what if that one person goes on to influence three people? And what if that th- thir- those three people go on to influence 15? And what if those 15 influence hundreds? <clears throat> and what if those hundreds of people go on to influence thousands? And one of those thousands just happens to be the next great leader of a culture, of a country, of the world. 
would it have been worth it for you to share your knowledge, your experience, your, your voice with that one person at the beginning? Hell yeah. Of course it would. You know, just it, it works both ways. You know, the coronavirus works because of of one person infecting another and then another and a potentially 200 and then it spreads like wildfire. The same is true of motivation, of passion, of love. The same is true. If you can impact one life, that one life may impact two or three. Those two or three may impact dozens. Those dozens impact hundreds. You get you get where I'm going. The pyramid works the same way, whether you're talking about fear and a virus or whether you're talking about love, motivation, encouragement and blessing. It works both freaking ways. Don't doubt yourself. I, I try not to do, you know, I know this episode has gone off on a tangent. I'm not really talking about current events because right now we are talking about the possibility of opening up, you know, the economy and opening up things and allowing governors to do what they do. And that is say, hey, everybody can get back to school. Everybody can get back to work. Here's the deadline. Here's the, here's what the dates we're shooting for. There's a lot of stuff in, going on about investigating China right now. Now, I, I'm not going to say I told you so, but somewhere along the line, I know I was talking about this and I you know I know my wife's been talking about this for a while but those Wuhan laboratories that were near that quote-unquote wet market now they're finding out the mainstream media is now finding out that those laboratories hmm, probably weren't safe they probably weren't doing everything they could have done and it's very possible that the virus started from inside that lab hello hello are you kidding me and yet the mainstream media, the same ones now that are talking about the labs, were perpetuating this myth about it being started in a, a wet market in China. That's where it all came from. So it's, it, there's craziness going around. A lot of fear-based information being spread. But what I took from listening to that and listening and seeing my son grow up, I mean, he's he's helping the neighbor right now with some getting rid of a bunch of trash, and we've made several dump runs. Um, and then we were at Home Depot. I will say this. We were just at Home Depot and, and, I, and I, I, had, I had contact with one person. A couple pieces of tin blew off our barn. Didn't realize this, but blew off our barn. So we had to go to Home Depot, make a run. I went on to Home Depot's website, looked to see if they even had it. And I said, you know, I'll just put it in my shopping cart. Boom, shopping cart. Weed eater shrink. Wonder if they got that because, you know, it was out at the other store. Boom, put it in my shopping cart. Free curbside pickup. Okay, I get there. We got to do some stuff on the back of my truck in order to take the 12, the 12 foot pieces of tin. Um, so we put it on the back of our truck. We'll contact with one person. Merchandise already paid for. Contact with one person. And we were done. I'm, if, if Home Depot continues to do that, I'm, that's how I'm going to shop from now on. I, it's, it's like Amazon on steroids. You know what I mean? Like I ordered the same morning, got notified within two hours that my order was ready drove out there i was doing all kinds of other stuff in the yard okay drove out there in 15 minutes picked it up done that to me is just got a notification that to me is how it should be done and one contact one person very nice guy teenager i'm sure he was just working part-time job but great experience loved it no fear i'm about to go on the roof put on these two pieces of tin no fear I got to watch myself because it's a pretty steep roof, but no fear. So here's what I would say. I'm going to encourage 
whoever may be listening to this podcast or listening to the show, um, we are all going through the same trials and struggles. And I would encourage you to, to face your fear. Look it in the eye. Talk to it. Tell it that you recognize what you fear. Literally. And then explain to yourself, write it down, talk to yourself, record it in your phone, whatever. Explain to yourself how you're going to get over it, how you're going to defeat it, how you're going to pull a Rocky and you are going to survive and you're going to win. And you're going to stand over in triumph over that fear. Because once once you get over that fear, it's gone. That is the great thing about getting over fear. Once you get over it, it is gone. The fear is swimming. Once you start swimming, it is gone. You no longer have a fear of swimming. Okay? Holding your breath underwater, once you've done it, there's no fear. Flying, when you're in an airplane, once you've done it one time and you've gotten over that fear, you can fly all the time. Everybody knows this. You guys knows it. Know, know this. Okay? When I played football for the first time, when I took my first hit, it's always the first hit in a game is the one I fear. But once I get hit, it's that first hit I go, oh, this is nothing. And then I play recklessly. I mean, I mean, I play within myself, but what I mean is I'm not afraid to hit and get hit. So just realize getting over the fear is not, I'm not going to say it's not hard, but it is something you, you have to learn and practice doing. And the more you learn to get over your fear, the next one that comes, you'll be able to get over it. So guys, this is going to be a short podcast. I love you. If you like the show, subscribe to the show. Uh, share it with somebody you know. Send me a comment. If you're on Anchor and listening to this, you can actually send a message to the uh, podcast host. Um, I'll, I'll be sure and get it, and I'll be able to play it on the on the podcast if, if it warrants it. If not, just let me know that you were impacted in some way by the, the message of this particular podcast. And hey, you know what? It's my life. Not yours. It's mine. And that's okay, because we're all in this together. I love you. Stay safe, everybody. Be well. And I'll see you next time. My name's Stefan, and I'm out.